Sunday nights on AMC, the world stops so that people can watch The Walking Dead. And what's not to love, man? Come on. It's got eye patches, gunfights, zombies. Zombie heads. Yeah. And uh, almost all of those things are orchestrated by the man who joins us on the phone right now. He plays the governor on that show. His name is David Morrissey. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Oh, we're hanging in there, man. Thank you so much for uh, for being on the show. We certainly appreciate it, man. Uh, so I guess you're on a TV show called The Walking Dead. That's pretty <laughs> cool. It appears to be. It appears to be me on there. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, you're wearing an eye patch, which makes you uh, extra cool, right? Yeah, it does. It makes me extra cool and sort of I have to sort of uh, bang my head on various bits of furniture around the set as well, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you uh, you came along The Walking Dead in, in season number two. A- at that point, the show's popularity had really taken off. Were you aware at, at how uh, how big of a role this was going to be for you when, you when you took the job initially? Well, I came to the show as a fan. I'd seen the first two seasons and I loved them. I, 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 I know Andrew Lincoln. I've been a friend of his for a long time, so... I watched that pilot with interest, and I thought it was a great piece of work, Frank Darabont's uh, pilot of The Walking Dead, and I thought it was like some great movie for me, and I, you know, it has this, uh, obviously the zombie apocalypse is the world it's set in, but I thought that it was a show that really looked after its characters and character development, and that continued through uh, seasons one and two, so I came to the show as a real fan, and, you know, for me, it's been such a pleasure to see that season three has done so well and the fans are responding to it, the viewers are responding to it, because it's a testament to the great writing that is happening on the show and the great work that's done by everybody else. You know, and I think um, for for fans who watch the show, it's an opportunity to uh, for for people to go. You know, what would I do in these situations? Which isn't always the case when you watch a TV show. You're usually just responding to stuff. But you know, people are having the chance to put themselves into these roles a little bit and kind of play it out. Do you have fans reaching out to you? You know, um, saying you know you should do these things or this is what I would do. Yeah, all the time. I think you know that's the debate the uh, the show really sparks between the the people I meet all the time. The fans. And I think, you know, we all would like to believe that in uh, trying circumstances we would behave heroically, that, you know, we would protect the people we love, that we would do, you know, that we would work in an honorable way. But you never know that until the chips go down. And I think there's the the show, what's brilliant about the show is it gives you you a world to explore that in, that the fact that these people have to make really terrible choices every day in order to survive. And morally, it's a very muddy world. People have used terms to me about the governor and, you know, evil and bad. But I would suggest that, you know, he is a product of the world around him, just as Rick is. And certainly in season three, Rick is making moral choices which aren't, you know, I'm sure that Rick in the, in, in the world before the zombie apocalypse would never have made choices like that. But he's having to in order to survive and keep his group surviving. And the governor is making those decisions as well. You know, uh, the governor is such a, an amazing character portray, even in the graphic novels and, and now in, in the television series. I mean, you get to start out as kind of being this baby face and, and as a leader of a great city. And then, you know, you're also on the other side of the coin able to play this tough badass that's trying to protect everything around him. That's got to be cool as an actor to have that kind of range in one character, right? It's brilliant. And I think, you know, that's a testament of uh, Robert Kirkman's creation, really, I think. There is the uh, comic and the graphic novels and the governor in that, but before then, Robert wrote, uh, before that story, Robert wrote these novels, The Rise of the Governor and The Road to Woodbury, and they're two great novels. They're not graphic novels, they're really meaty, uh, wonderful novels that 
you know, introduce you to the governor before he takes on the role of the governor in Woodbury. And that was the character I wanted to bring into season three initially as this man who, you know, he might be doing, you know, he might be sitting in a room looking at zombie heads at the end of episode one, but he's, and he might have killed the National Guard, but he's also providing a great, safe environment for people in his in his uh, community. You know, he's created, Woodbury is a success story in this world of, of a, you know, and I think it's a, a place where you'll, you can leave your front door open and your kids can run out into the streets and you're not worried about them. That comes at a price and power corrupts. Power is a corrupting force on some people and it's certainly had that with governor and the, and the world brutalizes him as soon as Michonne brutally takes away his daughter and kills him in front of her right. you know that is kills her in front of him then you know we see this man going into trauma we see this man absolutely taking on this blackness that he's going to turn onto the world he's becoming a dark force but we see where it comes from and that's great right you know, and, and I mean, it's it's very intense, and watching it's very intense. Do you do you guys have a chance actually to really let loose and have some fun while you're while you're making the show, though? A little bit, but you know, the hours that we work, and uh, you know, we we have to get. Uh, it's uh, the schedule isn't uh, full of fat as far as time is concerned for us. So it's a, it is quite a serious working environment. You know, you do you do have to go to places that is quite emotional, uh, and the crew work ridiculous hours and they, they're they the best crew I've ever worked with and they really sort of take on that mantle and, and, and do an amazing job but we do work long hours and time is not on our side so frivolity isn't the biggest thing we do meet up every now and again outside of work but actually when you're there on the set you know nine times out of ten you're just uh, either refueling in a way like you know just lying down and taking some uh, well-earned rest, or you're absolutely in it and you're doing the show itself. So there's not a lot of frivolity that goes. David, you're no stranger to the, the world of television. You've done a lot of series, both uh, overseas and, and here in the States. What's the biggest difference between something that's done like for the BBC and something that's done for American television in your eyes? Well, the, the big, the real difference is money. I think, you know, I think in a successful American television series, they have a, they have a budget for an hour which is not comparable to the BBC. The BBC don't have those budgets because it's a public service broadcasting station. They don't have the budgets that we we, we would have on The Walking Dead. But from a day-to-day basis of how you get to work and how you, you know, the way it's scheduled and things like that, there isn't that much difference. But, you know, as an actor, you're, you're constantly changing uh, working formats or working geographically. You know, I've done films in New Zealand, I've done TV here, TV in America. The way that you create character is not different. It's always the same. Whether you're working in the theater or the radio or TV or film, creating character is different. It is never different. What is different sometimes is those big movies. When you get onto those $100 million movies, that buys you time. So you have more time in those movies. But TV around the world, I would suggest, is probably the same as far as, you know, you go to work and you're working very quickly. You have to get through the product very quickly. Tell you what, David, just like everybody else in America, we are huge fans of the show. We watch it every week. We love the work that you're doing as the governor on The Walking Dead. You keep that up, and uh, thank you for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks very much. Take care.